You are listening to Finding My Ray of Sunshine, episode number nine. For today's episode, I'm going to discuss what not to say to parents after they have experienced a loss. Welcome to Finding My Ray of Sunshine, a podcast about my journey following infant loss. I am your host, Callan Migatz, and my goal is to allow you to walk alongside me as I find my ray of sunshine following the loss of my daughter, Reagan Lee. Hello, and welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. So the reason for today's podcast episode is because I had someone reach out to me recently and she had someone in her life who was actually scheduled for um, a stillborn delivery that day. And she just wanted to know what she can do, what she can say. As while she knew there was really nothing she could do to help, but she just wanted some advice and, and some support. So I figured that would actually be a really good episode because thinking back on you know my two loss experiences, unfortunately, um, people can tend to say just the wrong things. Um, so what I did was I reached out to um, a few of my um, lost, the lost moms in my life, a few of my friends, and because um, I don't have all the answers, I don't, you know, I'm still new in this. It's only a couple years of a journey for me, so I just wanted to get some real answers, and I wanted to get some you know, things that actually happened and not just kind of come up with ideas on the top of my head. So I did, I reached out to some friends um, and I wanted to kind of hear their stories and I wanted to hear what, you know, some things that people said to them that were not helpful and some things that were said to them that were helpful. Um, So this episode is just going to be about what not to say And then they also shared with me some things that were helpful, and I'll record that um, next. But so these friends range from infant loss to miscarriages um, to stillborn, and some had multiple losses. So I tried to get a variety of stories um, for the sake of their confidentiality. I will not say any names. Um, just kind of give like a little brief, um, background, but, um, so I just wanted to, um, give some real life examples of some things that people have actually said to some of these lost moms. And, um, I'm not going to lie. It kind of sickened me. Some of the things that they told me that people had said to them. And I mean, benefit of the doubt hopefully these things were said because people were just at a loss um of what to say and not truly they actually thought this but um it made me very sad to think that some of these things were actually said to some of these people um so hopefully um if you do have somebody in your life that has gone through um pregnancy loss, infant loss um, recently, or in my um, friend's situation who reached out, 
one that is coming up or that day. Um, hopefully this is kind of helpful to you and just be very mindful of what you say. <laughs> Obviously loss in general is just a very hard topic. Um, but, um, I think pregnancy loss, infant loss, you know, losing a child is just an extremely sensitive topic, um, outside of loss that I think people just need to be a little bit more aware of what they are saying. So, like I said, I don't have all the answers. That's why I wanted to reach out to people I know and kind of get their stories and hopefully um, some things that were said to them maybe think twice about what you're saying to people. So let's get started. Um, just one, uh, five people, um, I asked them. So this first friend, um, she's actually also currently pregnant right now. Um, so a couple of the things of, you know, what not to say goes with maybe what not to say to a pregnant mom who has gone through loss. Um, so I'm just going to read off bullet points of just kind of what she said. So first, what was said to her was, I'm sure you'll have more lovely babies. Um, again, just kind of dismissing her grief. Um, number two. Uh, what a blessing to have your oldest son to go home to. Um, so this mom, she did have um, another boy at home. And um, the person who said this to her just dismissed her grief and um, just said, you know, what a blessing you have. At least you have your oldest son to go home to. Um, number three, uh, didn't you know he was sick? Um, yeah, she was told he was sick, but it doesn't make it any easier. Um, these next couple bullet points were said to her while pregnant with her rainbow baby girl now. Um, exciting, you're pregnant, but aren't you afraid of what could happen? Um, is this baby healthy? Have you had extra checks to be sure? Um, and lastly, I'm happy for you, but I'm afraid of what might happen until baby is actually here with you. Um, I think, you know, I'm not going to speak for anyone, but, you know, when you experience loss, any pregnancy after is going to be doubly scary. So, you, you know, you would like to think that these thoughts are already in this um, mom's head. She doesn't need people telling her every day, you know her worries that she's already thinking. Um, so maybe, so those are some things, you know, maybe what not to say to somebody, but also maybe what not to say to um, someone, a pregnant mom who has experienced loss and is currently pregnant. Um, the second one, um, the second mom that I talked to, um, she experienced an early miscarriage Again, it doesn't matter when the loss was. Loss is hard. You know, when you lose a child, it doesn't matter. If it was early on, it doesn't matter. If it was later on, loss is loss of a child, and every situation is very difficult. Um, so this mom, miscarriage, um, some of the things that were said to her. Um, everything happens for a reason. Um, your time will come. Be patient. 
It will pass. Don't stress yourself. I'm sorry, that one just breaks my heart. Uh, it will pass. Grief doesn't pass. I mean, you know, you could have just lost your baby or you could have lost your baby. Um, I talked to a lost mom who lost her baby like 10 years ago, and it's still the hardest thing in the world to talk about. So it will not pass. It might change over time, but it will not pass. Um, so that one was, I, I literally cried when she told me that one because... In a way, I kind of hope my grief doesn't pass because um, that maybe might mean that I will forget about my daughter. Um, and then last one, um, again, I, I cried when someone told me, when she told me this one, that someone actually said this to her. Um, at least your baby wasn't fully developed yet. <laughs> um, I truly believe life begins at conception (laughs) it doesn't matter if your baby wasn't fully developed yet it was a baby um a living breathing baby inside of you and the fact that it wasn't fully developed at 40 weeks like it doesn't matter (laughs) um yeah so that one again was I just I broke my heart when she told me that someone had actually said that to her um Moving on, Um, this next um, mom that I talked to, she was kind of like on the borderline of like miscarriage, um, stillborn. Um, She did lose her daughter at 18 weeks, but um, she she was able to deliver her and got to meet her and um, was considered a a stillborn. Um, so a few things that were said to her that you should, you know, just be conscientious of what you're saying. Um, at least, you know, you can get pregnant. A lot of people, I guess, said that to her. Um, maybe she has someone, people in her lives who are struggling, um, doesn't make it any easier. So, um, at least, you know, you can get pregnant. Um, The next one was uh, clearly something was wrong and it wasn't meant to be. Um, I just, it's, I just baffles me what some people say. Um, And the next one was you'll have the family you are meant to have. Again, everything happens for a reason. Um, You know, I used to... I don't know, I kind of believe that it was I wasn't a saying that I really lived by, but um I kind of used to believe that, but ever since losing my daughter, I I think that I'm sorry, but I think that saying is total crap. And um like how can how can that be a reason to have an innocent baby um die? But um so Again, I think all three of those things are very insensitive to her situation, um, not being mindful of what she had just gone through. Um, Yeah, those are all very, yeah, can't believe that was actually said to her. Um, The next mom, um, again, so she had a stillborn. Something that was said to her that was um, just, she did not find very helpful. And she quoted this, be thankful you can get pregnant so easily when other people can't. 
And her response, although that is true and I'm thankful that doesn't dismiss losing my daughter and the devastation that caused. So that was her actual, um, that was her word, like her response. So word for word, that's what she said. She goes, although that is true, she was very thankful she could get pregnant. Um, and she, all that is true. I'm very thankful that, and that doesn't dismiss losing the daughter, her daughter, and the devastation that caused. So again, it's just dismissing people's grief. Um, it's just kind of like, you know, saying, just kind of brushing their grief underneath the rug and just dismissing, like you have no right to be grieving your daughter, even though you could get pregnant. Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, as it breaks my heart, like, you know, with our, with Reagan, we did go through fertility treatments, you know? So yes, there are people who are struggling and my heart goes out to them and it breaks and I pray for them every day. Um, and there are people who do get pregnant a little bit easier. It does not mean, does not make that loss any less devastating. It does not make the loss any easier. It doesn't matter what it took to get pregnant. Loss is loss and it's very difficult. Um, the next mom that I talked to, she has had multiple losses. She's had three losses. Um, love her to death, one of the sweetest people. Um, and a couple of things that were said to her um, that she did not find helpful were, um, number one, but you're so young. And I believe when she told me this, she was 30 at the time, which I get it. That's still very young. Um, but... She wanted a big family and, you know, 35 is considered that geriatric pregnancy. So, um, that doesn't make the situation any better when you kind of dismiss it again like that. Um, number two, you can have another baby. Uh, number three, it was God's plan, which I'm going to go back to that one in just a second. Um, number four, again, oh my gosh. Um, there was something wrong with the baby. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It doesn't, like, that does not, that does not help at all. Um, and number five, um, so I guess before I say this, um, so she had, um, she had a healthy baby boy and baby girl before this loss. And, um, someone had said to her, be thankful. You already have two kids or be thankful. You already have a boy and a girl. Um, God, like that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you already have kids at home, you lose a child that does not make it any easier. Um, but I would, yeah, I did want to go back to number three. It was God's plan. Um, you know, I believe in God. I'm a religious person. Um, and this is something and I also struggled with like too. It's like, it's hard. Like I questioned my faith a lot, um, after losing Ray and, um, it was God's plan. I just, I questioned like, you know, my faith in God and, you know, even some days I still kind of struggle with that. And I, th I feel like that's pretty common, especially if you are a religious person, um, truly believing how is this, you know, God's plan. Um, so I guess that's kind of like what I'm going through right now is just trying to figure out like why it was his plan and you know, what is his plan for me moving forward? Um, but 
as much as, you know, I'm a religious person, I believe in God and still trying to figure out his plan for me. I still don't think that it's a really good um, thing to say to somebody that is going through um, losses. I don't think it really helps justify your grief or the reason for your going through what you are going through. Um, I do kind of think that would be a really cool podcast episode down the road. Um, Because it's something that, like I said, I'm still still going through, trying to figure out, you know, God's plan for me after have losing after have losing my daughter. Um, But it's not really something to say to somebody um, who had just gone through a loss. And then I kind of just wanted to wrap up. So those are all the different moms that I had talked to. Again, you know, it's a wide variety of like infant loss, miscarriage, stillborn, um, early miscarriage, late miscarriage, um, multiple losses. Um, I wanted to kind of get things that were actually said to people and not just kind of make things up at the top of my, you know, the top of my head. So um, I also kind of wanted to share some things that were said to me. Um, and another reason why I wanted to do this episode was because after I had my miscarriage um, last August, um, you know, people had people said some really stupid things to me. And then when that friend reached out recent, recently to me, I was like, you know what? It's time to share kind of that um, side of that. Um, so some things that were said to me, and I kind of broke it down into two different categories um, for infant loss. So when we lost Reagan, um, some things that people said to me that were not very helpful. Again, everything happened for a reason. Um, please don't ever say that to me ever again. Um, this one, someone said to me after, but the nurses also kind of said this to me after we had lost her. And, you know, for those who don't know, you know, I went to school for special education. Um, people with disabilities don't scare me. I know they scare some people out there, but they don't scare me. It's never going to ever stop me from, you know, terminating a pregnancy or, you know, um, turn me away from anybody. Like people with disabilities don't scare me. um, And with Ray, when she um, didn't have her heartbeat for 20 minutes after the emergency C-section, she had a lot of um, brain damage with no oxygen to her brain for that long. And she had a lot of... um, she had a lot of damage to her organs. So um, what a nurse had said to me and then what someone had said to me after was, you know, if she had lived, she was going to live a life of pain and multiple disabilities. So I think they were trying to justify to me that her death meant she was in a better place. And yes, I would never want my child to be living in pain and... um you know, that's, I never want, would want my child to be pain. Um, but in terms of multiple disabilities, that, that to me, that doesn't justify it to me. Like, I don't care. You know, she, she would have made, if she would have lived a hard life and we don't even really know that. I think she, the nurse was just trying to make me feel better or the person after or that person, um, who said that to me after, I think they were just trying to make me feel better. But to me, that does not mean um that loss is any easier i would have 
you know, done anything I would have done for her. I would have, you know, maybe quit my job a little bit earlier and focus on my time on her. I would have done anything in my power as her mom to support her and her disabilities and been there for her and um, shown her a, a life of love and happiness and would have done anything for her. Um, that 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 was just a load of crap to say to me. Um, and then the third thing someone said to me after Ray passed is, you are still young and healthy. Um, I don't know if they did. I mean, yes, I'm, I'm healthy. But, like, you know, it was not easy getting pregnant with her. I did have to go through fertility treatments to get pregnant with her. And so, yes, I'm healthy. But in a way, my body wasn't very healthy. And it was not doing what my body needed to do to get pregnant. So um, the struggle was real. And so that was just... That was not easy. And again, with being young, um, I want a big family and pregnancies, you know, you, you, it's, you're technically 10 months pregnant and it takes a while to, you know, grow a baby. It's not like, um, it's a short time period. So it's the fact that, you know, getting pregnant and then you have to be pregnant. It just takes a long time, the whole process. So already losing one at, you know, 30 at 30, 31, you know, it just kind of makes my dream of what having that big family feel a little bit more impossible to get because it just, it takes a long time to get there. So yes, I was young at the time, but I still, it still kind of takes my hopes and dreams of wanting, um, a big family kind of out that door. Um, so then after the miscarriage, um, that just happened in August, um, people, some things that people said to me that were not very helpful were, um, at least you were able to get pregnant naturally this time. Yeah, it was a miracle that we, after, after having Ray going through all the fertility treatments, you know, that pregnancy was natural and it was awesome and it was a miracle and it was a blessing and, um, someone kind of took that information to dismiss my grief. Um, at least you were able to get pregnant naturally this time. Um, yeah, we, I, I loved seeing that, you know, pregnant, positive pregnancy test when we least expected it. But again, that's just kind of dismissing my grief, dismissing it under the rug, kind of brushing it under the rug and be like, well, I mean, whatever. I mean, at least you're able to get pregnant naturally this time. That one broke my heart. Um, and the second one, someone said to me after having the miscarriage is miscarriages can happen after the trauma your body endured. You know, I, before or after, you know, the C-section, I did go through um, procedures to see that I was making sure that my body was healing. And, you know, I was, I knew that my body had gone through a lot of trauma and I wanted to really yeah, make sure that my body was ready for another pregnancy. And so like I had procedures done um, to check the inside of my body to see how the scars were healing from the C-section. Um, so I, I felt like I had kind of done enough to hopefully prevent that from happening. And so I... I thought I was successful. The doctors said, you know, you're looking good, you're healing, you're doing great. Um, and so then 
I, you know, I felt confident in, in trying and when this happened and then to some, have someone use that like against me, like I felt like I was a failure as a mom. Um, you know, that I, maybe I didn't wait long enough that like maybe the doctors weren't right. Um, but no, that's not the case. The doctors were right. I had done enough. I had worked hard. My body was healing, but then someone had to go and say, well, you know what? It happens. Um, it happens after what you, what you went through. It happened. Maybe your body wasn't healed yet. It, it just happens after the trauma. Um, so that wasn't, um, very helpful to hear after either my loss of my daughter or the miscarriage that I experienced. Um, so yeah, those um, were just some examples of things that were said to these moms after they had experienced loss. Um, I did just want to you know, thank these moms for being very vulnerable and for giving me honest Answers. Um, I know it's not easy kind of reliving things that had happened in the past. So, you know, I think about these moms each and every day. And I'm very grateful to have them in my lives for support and just to kind of have people in my life who um, have gone through very similar situations. Um, it takes a community, and I'm very grateful for these moms. Um, but anyways, hopefully this podcast, this episode was helpful um, I just, I just want to stress if you know somebody in your life that has gone through loss of a child in any way, or is, you know, an upcoming, um, maybe delivery for a stillborn, something like that. You, if you know somebody in your life like this, um, just, I just advise you to please proceed with caution. Um, if you don't know what to say, don't say anything at all. It kind of goes back to what, you know, our parents taught us when we were kids. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all, but just tread with caution. Um, don't try to just, dis don't dismiss the grief. Um, just be there for your friend, which then, you know, next week, you know, I will talk about maybe some things, what you can say instead, but just please take some of these examples. Think about the situation. Think about what your situation your friend is in, the family is in, and just, just tread with caution. Um, hopefully some of these things were very helpful. Um, as you have, as was, as you heard, these were very hurtful things to these moms. So just be careful. It's not an easy, not an easy situation. Um, so again, these were things what not to say to a grieving parent. Um, and I will record next week some things that they did find helpful. Some things that people said or done that were extremely helpful to them. And then if you know someone in the situation, maybe you can use those um, to help. To maybe provide some support and some comfort. So... Again, hopefully that was very helpful for you. Um, and as always, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to my episodes. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day and God bless you.